Beast, Afrojack, and then, because it's South Beach, it's Miami Beach, Florida, things don't close at 2 o'clock in the morning like they do most of the country. It goes all the way till 7 a.m. inside. Well, hello there, tall drink of water. Happy New Year's, people. Happy New Year's. Say, say got, something to the nation. We got five minutes till 2014, and we're going to fuck it up. Welcome to Save Our City. This is Brian. This is Andrew. We're back after a hiatus. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. you gonna, what are you going to do this New Year's? I'm not sure. You fuck shit up? I'm going to. <laughs> Was that like on live TV? Yeah, it's Fox News, which is the best <laughs> at those uptight assholes. Yeah, there's a... I was playing it so we could record it, but there's a man on the street, you know, and there's people in the studio, and... It shows there's a guy down in South Beach, and there's these girls that just look like they're shit-faced. The guy sounds like he's shit-faced. He's a douche, too. Yeah, he's like, hey, you tell him drink of water? Like, yeah. So she's, like, giving the finger and then giving him bunny ears with a drink in her hand. Yeah, drink on the street. <laughs> she drove her kitchen. <laughs> well, you do like a few years, like 10 years or maybe 16 years or 20 years from now, you see your daughter. Uh, do that. Well, it has been a long time since I've seen that because, and I don't want to bring this to our subject, but when the Red Sox won the World Series, they were like interviewing some of their fans afterwards and they interviewed some guy and he maybe was 21. Like, I don't yeah. know why they picked this guy out to interview but they were asking him questions, and he just started cussing, and they're like, whoa, whoa, we're on live TV. He's like, Big Poppy is the shit. He's like, we fucking did it. And, like, he's cussing, and, like, the guy on TV is just like, oh, um, uh, all right, we got to go shoot. And, like, we, we can find it? This guy, yeah. You can just tell this guy is, like, there's two guys, and they're both, if they're any older than, like, 21, I'd be amazed. And you can just tell, like, their eyes are just, like, glassed over. They're just completely hammered, and it was it was just like I don't even know why you. They don't fuck around that. down there in well, uh, Bean Town. So it's New Year's Eve, like this guy. <clears throat> Where that in Miami? Yeah. Brad, how they open until seven a.m. It's like you just know that you're gonna have some moron in there. At least with the lady this time, I'll give her a little bit more. Well, you know, it's like chicks get away with everything. Yeah. No kidding. Well, those two women were pretty attractive. Yeah. I mean, that one was pretty I like how this guy, though, is like, hey! (laughs) Well, he's like, well, yeah, hey, we're fucking drunk down here, you asshole. (laughs) Yeah. Hey! I still think that guy was drunk who was doing the interviewing. Because, like, he said, he's like, hey, there's a nice treat. He's like, drink the water. water. Like, I'm surprised he could even say that. I'm surprised that she didn't sue him for sexual harassment. Oh, he probably probably would. Yeah, maybe it's that. Oh, here we go. Yeah, Drunk Red that might be it. on TV. I think microphone over here. Yeah. Oh, I think that's 
There's like another guy listening. Shout out to you, Uncle Adam. My brother loves saying things in the tits. Anything titty related? Anything titty related. Well, that's pretty funny. Yeah, we'll have to find that one for next week. Yeah, next week, it was, it was funny. But yeah, pressing on live TV is great. <laughs> well, I saw something where like this newscaster, this lady just like passed out while she was like interviewing some guy. Yeah, she, like gets lightheaded and she fell back, and they just kept going on with it. And she's like, I woke up and. The camera was still pointing at me, so she's like, I just kept going because I figured they, I was still on air. And I'm like, what the I remember reading that. I never saw the video, but yeah, I heard she was like a real professional. She just yeah. kept... She's kind of like... Well, she really didn't like... You know, you think they passed out, but she was going to like fall like a tree. She just kind of like went down real slow and kind of like caught herself and sat down. And I really wouldn't have known she passed out. Like, I thought she just was like tired of standing for what, 30 seconds. Have you ever heard if you lock your knees, yeah. you know, if you'll pass out? Some kid did that at school. Like, we had like a... You know, like school, you had like those assemblies and like... <clears throat> We were like in qu- my mm-hmm. choir, but you know, you either could do band or you had to sing or whatever. Yeah. Well, we were like doing, we had to sing. Well, they were always like, they always told you that. They're like, when you're on stage, don't lock your knees mm-hmm. you're going to pass out. One kid ended up doing that. All of a sudden, we were like singing and all of a sudden, all you hear is like, did it on purpose or? No. This was, a, he was a friend of mine and I was like, he just, I don't know. I don't think he was smart enough to figure Let out. Let me put that out. So whenever I was, I went to military school. One summer for two weeks. Really? Yeah. I never, I never tell you. No. We talk about fifth grade stuff. Remind me. I was real bad in fifth grade. And my parents sent me there between fifth and sixth grade summer. I mean, it was hardcore. And I was like 11. And there was like people there that were there. That was because of prison. Other oh. um, alternatives to prison. And or like. Like kids your age. Yeah. No. I was the youngest by a pretty like couple of years. But, you know, like high school kids. So. You could be sentenced there. Your parents sign you in. You're stuck there, and you're pretty much like jail, a prisoner. And you'd march, and you'd do it. It was a military academy. There was a college there. It was Kemper University. It was shut down. I guess they wanted to um, film Animal House there, but they're like, no, like because you know Animal House is in a military school, mm-hmm. but they filmed Child's Play three there. Did they? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ask you that. And um, so you're like, so that's whenever I was there. People, that's when I first saw people passing out from locking their knees. And they were like, don't fucking lock your knees. Like, you know, they'll pass out. So I remember when I went back to regular school. This is like guys that I knew that were like, I was like, yeah, you know, if you lock your knees, I was just telling somebody like we were doing, you could pass out. And they're like, well, let's lock, I'll lock our knees during this, like, you know, I had those performances. Yeah. I was like, you're a fucking asshole. You want to like risk <laughs> falling over and doing it. But you were talking about, we were going to talk about some fifth grade stuff. But so I was there in that summer. And I remember, like, the straw that broke the camel's back, I forged my parents' signature on some stuff. Eleven-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> so I think my parents had their hands full with that. But, um, 
And then that's what happened. But I had kind of been, like, fucking up all that year. You know, my daughter's in fifth grade, and she's really good, but she's really – I don't know if fifth grade's a bad time because she's really kind of getting more hard-headed, and she doesn't listen. And, you know, she's still very well-behaved, but you could see – I don't know if she's just kind of – They're about ready to be a teenager. Yeah. Want to do their own thing. You're suggesting, but – so – the thing was, if you were, you know, you could either send there, right, your parents would put you in there or, like, be a court put you in. And there's people with stole cars. There's people with, like, really <laughs> tough, like, tough guys there. And um, so did you lie while you were in there? Did you say you, like, <laughs> no, I don't, I, don't, I don't remember anybody asked me. I should have. Like, I didn't know about how you. You know, you go to prison now, like, yeah, you yeah I murdered somebody. It's like, I didn't listen. I'm, I'm really acting out. <laughs> of, but there was a lot of that there, too. But there was, um. So if you were 18, if you turned 18, even if you were, if your parents sent you there, I don't think it was court. If you're 18, they put you like in a prison if you were that bad, or you could sign yourself out because then you're the you're an adult. You're the adult. So I remember there was this guy there, and he was really like, he didn't give a fuck, you know. They were like telling him what to do. He's like, get the fuck out of my face, you know. And he was like, he looked older, like you know, and I knew that he was. And so I remember, like, I asked one of the guys, the guy that was my roommate, he was there for, like, all summer. He'd already been there. He's got to be there the whole time. And I uh, I said to him, I was like, what's, it, what's, what's up with him? Why does he say that, you know? And he's like, oh, he's, he's turned 18, like, in a couple of <laughs> And I remember, so you had to always have a uniform with, like, a polo shirt, khaki shorts in the summer, or then when you're, like, working out, you have, like, a yellow shirt and, like, um, black shorts. And, yeah, that's, like, the only thing you could ever wear. And so this guy, like, we're all standing out in the hallway at night, and they do the physical um, training, you know, run up and down, all these push-ups, and, like, the more we fuck up, the longer we have to do. So we're, I mean, this is a workout. Like, you know, there's people, like, throwing up, all this stuff, and you're just doing a lot of running, and they're screaming at you. This guy's coming down the hall in, like, a powdered blue robe. He's got a fucking toothbrush in his mouth. And they're yelling at him, like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, ah, fuck you. And I mean, he signed himself up. But that was one of the coolest displays of, like, you know, rebellion, and plus the fact that, you know, he they couldn't do anything to him. And he just, I remember that powdered blue thing, just, like, real nonchalant. Just, yeah, go in now and take a shower. <laughs> a week later, he's probably in, like, the prison. Or something <laughs> like, welcome back. <laughs> Well, how do you get out? Do your parents just sign you out? And they were, yeah, I was there for a two-week term, so yeah, they just oh, it wasn't like you were there forever, and then they decided no, it was just like weeks. set up there. Like I think, was, and I think a lot of people that were there when I was there, it was like the summer program. So I think people would be there for like you know two weeks. To, some people were there all summer, and, you know, and it was a lot of like. People like to have like a lot of you guys were like sixteen. They were smoking pot or drinking and stuff. I think their parents like didn't know what to do with them. That was the majority of the. Was it like there. a scared straight? Yeah, you know, it, like they scream at you a lot and stuff, and like you go on these really long hikes and shit, and it's they give you this classroom time, but it's still like the teachers be drill stars like, "What the fuck are you doing <laughs> on the home row? Like you know, it's just somebody tried to kill himself when I was there, so they had a three-story building. And we had class on the first door, and this, they were really old barracks, and this guy that was in my computer class, he went up to the third floor and jumped out the window, but, like, all he did was, like, bust his leg through his skin, his bone, oh. and it was, like, I didn't see it. I remember, like, I kind of didn't want to look, but it's, like, you know, oh my he couldn't even do And people would try to escape, and I guess the rule was if you would try to escape, they could beat the shit out of you. I remember we went to, so on the weekends, they took us to, like, a water park one time, and then somebody got escaped, you know, and they're all out there. The horn was firing. Yeah. It was so. burning. 
It was. I, I, I swear, I told you about that before. But yeah. I was gonna ask you about that Child's Play Three thing. That's funny that it was. I've never seen it. I see it's on Netflix. I should watch you it. See, yeah. Because now that's all torn down, and it's um, like you should be like, oh, that's that room I was in. There's <laughs> my room. Because they find, yeah, because Chucky gets mailed, and he's like in the basement. It's a good, it's a good movie. It's funny. I'll send you that you Wikipedia link. It was in another movie too, but yeah, it's like Child's Play Three. Because yeah, it's still of course there. they're in an Academy in that movie or whatever. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, cause they, yeah, you probably recognize it then. Yeah, I'd like to just see what I can recognize. Are they there the whole time? Yeah. Yeah, the the first, like, five minutes of the movie is Chucky getting there, but other than that, they're there that basically the whole time of the movie. I'll have to check it Because Andy gets put there because, you know, he's, like, he has this doll that's alive, you know, and everybody's like, thinks, like, he's all fucked yeah. up. So, like, they, like you said, they didn't know what to do with him. I think his mom gets killed in one of those other movies, or she's going insane because of what happened in the previous movies, so... They didn't know what to do with him, so they just put him in this place. And then Chucky goes there and like fucks people. <laughs> oh, it's Chucky. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, when I first saw it, it was I don't know whenever that first came out. Yeah. You know, I was like probably like maybe fifth grade or something like that, and I was like, this is the coolest thing. I was always too afraid to see it. Yeah, but that's. Uh, and then I had a my buddy, and I was like, no, it hurt me. <laughs> my buddy. I was like shit. Yeah, I was like really bad when I was like in kindergarten, but I wouldn't get. You know, I was, like I had detention all the time. I'm like, God, my parents probably were really like thinking I was gonna be a big fuck up because. I was like, yeah. not like I did anything that bad, you know, I was like just call kids like fat and just wouldn't listen. And call like, them a faggot. Yeah, and like, <laughs> I would like kick balls at people's heads and stuff. And I remember I always had like detention like all the time. My parents were always just like. You in a kindergarten you had detention? Yeah, like I, like during recess I had to go to the oh, principal's office. Away. I remember like I had to put my head down. I remember I was out there one time and I called my name over the intercom. Oh, my mom and dad were like, you have to go to detention like two days in a row. I'm like, no, I don't. I'm like, it's only one. And then like the second day, they're like, Brian Cohen needs to go. And I was like, I'll be damned. Yeah. So I like had to go in there. And I just, I don't know. If Drew would do that, I'd probably be like real worried. Like, oh, well, yeah. But that was, you know, by the time I got to first grade, I was a lot better. But you got it. You got it together. Got your yeah. act together. I didn't get in trouble in first grade for something before. I think I spit on the playground. And they were like, "Don't spit!" And then like I like I just would spit like right again, <laughs> again right away right after they said it. Yeah, and then I got in trouble for that. And then I you're rebellious, I motherfucker. Know. But then like whenever I got in trouble, I'd be a pussy and be like, I had this friend named Skyler, and I was like, Skyler told me to do it. <laughs> so and he was like the bad kid at school. Like they were, I think the he's the Nelson of that. Yeah. And I, now the fact on him, what a pussy! But you probably ruined Skyler's life. He's yeah, probably in prison now. He probably is. Let's get him on the podcast. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. He had a rough. My parents wouldn't let me go over to his house. He kind of lived in a rough area. Oh yeah. I don't know. It was funny. So we don't do any favors to a guy named Skyler by giving him a girl's name. Yeah. You wonder if that's just like he could have been. You just named Jim or Joe. Yeah. I should look him up like on Facebook or. Twitter or something like that. Skyler, <laughs> if you're out there, tweet us. Tweet at us. If I find him, I'll I'll tweet at him and tell him, see if he remembers me. Get at me, dog. Yeah. You're the motherfucker. Is that nice still on yeah. He's like, that's still on my fucking record. Dude, <laughs> that can't get a job because of that. You piece of shit. I think you go to court for me. <laughs> well, let's listen. You brought some. Uh, yeah, I so. I think the last is. I was thirty. I think the last time we did one of these episodes. You're still thirty, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I'm still thirty. Um, and my mom was going through, like, all this shit that she had at their house that was from, that I, like, all the shit she has of mine there. And she's like, you need to get this shit out of here. She's like, we hate you. <laughs> she's like, you're 30 now. You, you Look at this report card. I'll see. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's one of my best ones. How do you get a CN gym? That's my dad's favorite. <laughs> How the fuck do you get a CN gym? I was on my period. I didn't dress out every day. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, some of these are, like, uh, <clears throat> 
I'll save the best for last. There's this little love letter this one girl wrote me that I thought was pretty funny. So this was all from when I was in fifth grade. So yeah, okay. like 10 or 11. This is a fifth grade. Episode. So this is like a, I went to Garfield Elementary here. What's that thing called, though? Read the title of that book. Wildcat Writers, Garfield Elementary School. Hell yeah. 95. Um, so this is like a collection of like all the letters that kids wrote. And it's this one, it's kind of funny to me. It might be kind of stupid to the other people, but I just like how I... This is one you wrote? This is what, yeah. And I'll only read the ones I wrote. There is another one I might touch on briefly that some other kid wrote, but I don't know how I got into this paper. Because it kind of... Kill, kill, kill. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up, but... Um, so this is a story that I wrote when I was in fifth or fourth or fifth grade. So my bike and me. <laughs> yeah, Harley. <laughs> it was right when I got done with her. No, um... So, on a sunny day in summer, I was learning to ride my bike. I was sitting on my red bike, and my dad was hanging onto the back of my bike seat. <clears throat> I almost fell off. My dad caught me. I was standing, wait, I was starting to ride the bike, and I was cooking. <laughs> but I ran, <laughs> out, <laughs> I ran into sand. That by the you remember when you, like, ride your bike, and you would hit sand, or if you, like, turned. Oh, yeah. You just, sand that was fucking the devil, yeah. So, I hit my brakes, fucking <laughs> mistake number one, and fell hard to the cement and laid there for a bit. Pretty dramatic, in yeah. <laughs> I know. It was quite. Wait, we'll wait for later. It was quiet for a while. I heard kids playing baseball next door and smelled cooking hamburgers. Which who wouldn't notice that? My leg was scraped up, and I thought I was going to die because I thought I was going to bleed to death. <laughs> the sky was real blue, and the clouds were as white as my grandma's hair. <laughs> when my dad's mom. I know that's what I'm talking about because she did have like white hair. My mom's mom had like. Like almost, you, you know, know, like when you get like electrocuted or something. Yeah, you see the hair, like what's that? Uh, Back to the Future. What was that guy? Doc. Yeah, like it was like that. You know, like it was that white. Yeah, my grandma too. <laughs> she had really white. Um, <laughs> when I got up, people were cheering and said, "It's a good thing you didn't get hurt too bad." <laughs> they were cheering. <laughs> and then this is the last sentence, which is just fucking terrible, but. I know that I'm the best bike rider on the block. <laughs> Despite what you may think from that band incident. Your bike your block is full of shit a shitty uh, bike riders. <laughs> I just like how I'm like, I'm gonna die. I thought I was gonna bleed to death, I fucking barely scraped my knee. But I think that was a complete lie story. But just for all you punk bitches that wanna talk bad, I'm the best bike rider on the block. <laughs> when I was reading that it made me laugh pretty hard. That's good. And then, I don't really want to make fun of any other kids, but this is another, like, poem or something that was put into this. Uh, Just be anonymous. Huh? Yeah. This was a poem that's also in this book by uh, Jack Brownie and Tabby Hartman. I'm sure they have different names now, but. And this <laughs> you one. You think Jack married a guy or something? <laughs> <laughs> and this is the same type of thing. This has to do, must be, like, this must have been done, What's like, on Thanksgiving. That one? Same, one? same thing. It's just. Different day. Yeah, it must be, like, the. This one was from ninety three, ninety four. So that, so this one was probably about in fourth grade. I didn't write this, but this is in this paper. So it says, "Hey, fat old turkey, you're gonna, <laughs> you're going to be jerky. You better run and hide before you're fried by nuns. Oh, wait, no, you better hide and run before you're fried by nuns. They'll chop off your head, and before you know it, you're dead. They'll rip off your skin and tear off your chin. <laughs> They'll take you to the place where they peel off your face." <laughs> They'll wrap you up in plastic and lock you, and you look like elastic. Then the nuns are arrested, but you're still digested. I don't know how the fuck that. That's a collaborative effort, right there. Like paper. And then uh, somebody's got like intimate knowledge of how turkeys actually get processed. My dad works for Honeywell or whatever. 
I'm just like, I can't believe that they were, like, if I was reading this today, and they got this edition, oh, I'd be can't. like, I'd be like, Drew, you can't hang around with that kid. That kid's going to fucking rip your head off. <laughs> I should look those people up on, like, Facebook or somewhere and see. Work they, it and it wasn't these two guys, but another funny thing is, so I was reading some of these other ones that people wrote, and I was like, fuck, man. I was like, I wonder what this one kid's up to nowadays. So I mm-hmm. put his name up. I looked him up on the Internet. Oh, he did. He's on a sex offender list. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, This guy, no. you're going to read it? No, this is, I'm not going to read the story because it's not that funny or anything. Uh, but I felt really bad. I was like, oh, my God. They can't this guy's a sex offender. I'm going to fuck you, turkey. You know when you look, like, <laughs> I don't know if you ever go online and, like, look people you used to be friends with. Yeah. But, like, yeah. they look pretty much exactly the same. And then, like, I just, it, I don't know. It was sad. I was like, oh, my God. I was, what was his offense? I don't remember what it's. It's a conspiracy or something like that, but I don't know what that. And then I was trying to find more out, and then it was like I wasn't going to pay to figure out what this fucking guy did. Yeah, we got a guy like it. It was like in 2007, so it's like he may or may not be on a red sex offender list. But look at all the schools he lived by. So I'm like, get at him on Facebook and just ask him. Hey. He had a twin brother too, and I was like, I don't know. Maybe his brother framed him. Maybe yeah, that's a conspiracy. Yeah, it could have been. Then this other, and I'm not going to read this whole story, but this other girl wrote us wrote something about Martin Luther King. And I just thought it was funny. She put, if I was black, I would do something to show appreciation. <laughs> because I don't know if you know that Martin Luther King was famous for his speech about freedom. <laughs> I would do something. I don't know what. It's like, you don't have to be black to show appreciation for it. I don't appreciate being white at all. So here's, like, the real funny, well, at least to me. Is well, can I describe the outside yeah, yeah. of the letter? What do you think of that letter right there? Okay, so, first of all, she's committing fraud. This is a fake stamp. This is clearly drawn with a pen. It's got a, it says peace, it's got a peace sign, American flag, and then a peace sign, and it says USA love, <laughs> and then where you're supposed to put return address, it's just got a question mark. This is a coy bitch. Yeah, right? with all the lines and stuff. And on. then it's a heart that just says, yo, with an <laughs> exclamation mark. Was this Sylvester Stallone that said this? <laughs> yo, uh, or Andrew Dice Clay, and it says to BJ from Guess. Yeah, she put a question and mark, and she put guess, and then she spelled guess wrong. Okay. And, and when I was in elementary and, like, part of middle school, I went by BJ because my name was I remember I met guys, you know, when we were older that, like, must have been your friends from, uh, just, like, yeah. when you were younger, they still call you. Yeah, my grandma still calls me BJ. Don't call me that shit, Grandma. I'm 30 now, Grandma. God damn it. Don't call me that shit, He's like, you Grammy. come over here, kid. <laughs> now slap that smirk right off here. Okay, so the back where you open up the... The flap, it says, please don't let anyone see but Brandon E. and definitely not Johnny Mason. Thanks. And so I guess that, this is your mom's note here. Yeah, okay. my mom noted this letter. <laughs> 95. So this Jenny Mason was like my girlfriend in fifth grade. Oh, it's a home record. Yeah, and she had a... We broke up obviously shortly afterwards, but <laughs> so you were you were still. But I was already taking man when this yeah, lady wrote Jenny me. Jenny was your GF at yeah, that time. Yeah. Um, but that lady ended up having a kid, like, when we were, like, freshmen in high school. Jenny? Yeah. It might be yours. I could have, uh, yeah, I know. <sighs> yeah, you could have. If I my car dry, I wouldn't have been waiting until I was. Yeah, yeah, but you'd also have, like, God, how old is that now? How old? She, her kid's, like, 12 or something, or 11, or maybe even older, no, older like, than that. Uh, oh, we've been out of school for, like, 10 years, right? <laughs> well, we've only been out of school for 12 years, so it's probably, like, 14, I think. I saw something on Facebook, yeah, where she's, uh, she's talking about her daughter, like, oh, um, happy birthday, and I was just like, holy shit. Holy shit. She wasn't, and it maybe it wasn't our freshman year, it was like her sophomore or junior. I know she graduated with us. She, she, was a she got her driver's license. Yeah. Um, so this is a, 
she kind of typed this letter up and then she kind of cross parts. Oh, it's oh, typed. Yeah. Can you and, read the crossed out part? Yeah. So originally it was titled in parentheses on titled. <laughs> she scratched that out and put. Uh, you're sweet and you're sweeter than sugar. You think your mom helped her with this? Yeah, she probably. My mom probably fucking scratched out half of this shit. <laughs> so this is what she wrote here, dear BJ, and I. On the front it doesn't say who it's from, but in the fucking letter she signed it from herself. <laughs> so it wasn't too much of a. I don't know. She wasn't trying to be too fucking sneaky. Um, <clears throat> dear BJ, I know people have been telling you that I like you, and you want to. This is like a fucking fifth carrier read. Yeah. It's kind of hard to read because the way she wrote it, and it's kind of not spaced like a normal letter, but, and I'm not a very good That's writer. That's all right. Take so. your time. I know people have been telling you that I like you and want you, and to be honest, I really do. <laughs> you're a very hot person, and it's hard <laughs> not to think about you. I hope you'll give me a chance. Is it true that when Brandon asked you if you would give me a chance that you said, and I quote, <laughs> okay, possibly, and is it true that Brandon asked if you would... Like to kiss me, and you paused, and you said, "Well, okay, maybe." <laughs> you paused. Um, I hope it's true. And then she had like five exclamation points. If you want, all you can do is like me, and we can take it slow. Then she put in parentheses, "If that's okay with you, <laughs> will you take me to the sock hop roundup? Please, 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 I beg you." And then she had like fucking fifty exclamation points. I love you a lot. Please. Then she put down here, and she kind of fucked up a little bit. That's why I don't probably go out with her. But <laughs> Brandon gave Anne a chance and he let Anne kiss him. But then she, originally she put Brandon gave Anne a chance and they kissed before. I don't know why she changed that. But anyways, Brandon sort of broke up with Crystal and at first he thought Anne was ugly and he just <laughs> wanted to be friends. But now they're going out and it's all because he gave Anne a chance to prove herself. <laughs> That's right, girls. You gotta find a way to prove yourself to these men. Then, then she just put Brian Cohn. I think I love you. Please go to the sock hop with me. If so, please, we'll talk later. Then she said goodbye, Emily. I like you. So, was the sock hop a real thing at your school yeah. at that age? They had it. Like, I, there must have been. I don't. I never. I know I didn't go to her with this. I never went to the sock hop at school. Um, I, I don't even remember getting this letter. I must have got it in my locker, and I must have took it home to show my mom, and she kept the damn thing. You, you ever put that? You should keep that and put it in your wife's face when she's ever giving you a hard time. I, I, look at that. I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm going to give Emily a chance, <laughs> even though she's ugly. I went to school with this girl all the way from elementary all the way to high school. Never dated, huh? No, never. Emily? I should Emily, find a picture of Jenny, Was Jenny better than Emily? They kissed about this now. <laughs> they were about the same. I don't know. <laughs> well, what's this letter called? You're sweeter than sugar. That's what we're naming this episode. Okay. <laughs> I don't. It, it just made me laugh, like reading through some of these things. Oh, it's like, funny. I just like how she's like. He asked if you would, and I quote, "Okay, possibly." Like I, I sounded really thrilled about. Yeah, I sounded like I was really interested in going ahead. If I have to with this, and I know, yeah, I don't know this. I should take a picture of that and send it to that. I don't have that girl's number or anything. And I'm not even on Facebook. We can search people. I should search her up and see if she's on there. Yeah, you can search on your wife's. So. Oh, that was... Um, it's just funny to read back. I don't know. Like, I wish I had some stuff. I wonder if I do. I have to look and see what, ask my mom what she's got. I'm sure you do. Well, that Jenny Mason, like, so freshman or fifth grade, we went out and we broke up. In sixth grade, she charged her ass against me. For what? Because we'd walk home from school, yeah. and she'd be on one side of the road, and I was on the other, and I'd, like, throw snowballs or I'd throw shit at her. Yeah, harassment. Yeah. That was well, she didn't. Like, I don't think I actually got charged with harassment. Just at school, they talked to me, and they're like, yeah. 
And I was like, God, bitch. I was like, why do you rat me out? Quit throwing snowballs. But um, then we, like, after that, we were friends until we graduated. That's typical. It was kind of funny. That's just like this shit you see with restraining orders and all this shit. Like George Zimmerman. Yeah. Well, then some other girl I went to high, went to middle school with. I had I went and I went from middle school and graduated with her, and she was like, she was a nice girl. I don't. I was at some bar downtown. This was a couple of years ago, and I, I think a family member was in from out of town. Well, she came up to me and she was talking to me, and my parents were there. My mom had a few too many to drink. My mom. I don't know if I told you this. Who, who mom, is this that came up to you? This girl that I went to school with. Her name was Janessa. Okay. This this was probably. At least five years ago, before Drew and Natalie were born. Okay. But I was already married and stuff like that. But she came up to me. We were in this bar. And it was like late at night, like 10 or 11. My mom was with us. You were in Iowa City? We were in Cedar Rapids. Oh, okay. And this Janessa comes up to me and she's like, hey. And we were talking. And my mom comes up to me. She's like, that's a man. She's like, don't talk to him. <laughs> I was like, mom. And she's like, don't. Or like, her friend came over. Real loud. So she her friend hit. came over and was like, oh, do you remember Janessa? And I was like, yeah. And I was like looking over. I saw her. And she was talking to me. And my mom comes over. She's like, that's a man. She's like, don't go with her. She's like, don't go with him. She's like, do not listen to this person. And like, I was like so embarrassed. I was like, mom. And she's like, that is a man. She's like, I don't know who that is. She's like, do not talk to them. And I was just like, so she kind of did have manly features, but was she big? Like a, yeah, she just was more like, not husky, but she was just like more big boned. Yeah, was she tall like a man? Or is no. It, uh, no your mom was just, just, I think my mom was just pretty trash. I was just like, Mom, I was like, you can't say that. Like, and she's saying it like real loud. She wasn't like whispering in my ear, like right in front of this girl I'm talking to. She's like, That's so you a think man. she definitely heard her? Oh yeah, she had to. <laughs> and I talked to her for a few minutes, and then my mom was like, That was a man. I was like, Mom, that was a girl I went to school. She's like, That was a man. She had a sex change in the fifth grade. I was like, Thanks, Mom, for making me, for embarrassing me. I didn't have any uh, stuff prepared because we kind of been out of the loop doing this for a while. But uh, I saw something in the local, well, it was a local that made national news. It's the only news story I have. But Levi Carter arrested for DWI after blood alcohol level allegedly too high for breathalyzer. <laughs> Raised right. <laughs> That's like all you got to do here in Iowa is drink. So what else are you going to do? Well, it's not his fault. Although Iowa City Police believe Levi was too drunk to drive when they arrested him Friday night, they will never know just how drunk. Police said Carter, 28, blew a .467% reading on the breathalyzer test. Before the testing instrument simply read, high. <laughs> KCIA TV reported, the legal limit for alcohol is .08, while the lethal limits fall between .40 and .50, according to Clemson University. So, I saw something where they were like, he, I think his... Somebody was riding with him, and she called the cops saying that he was driving. She was in the paddock. I saw that story, too. Mm-hmm. And they were like, when they got, I guess he was home, and they got there, and they were like, he was in the basement talking to no one. <laughs> they like, he failed every field sobriety test, and he said he only had two Bud Lights or something like that. That's always, I've been, I have the cops set to record on the DVR, you know, and I'll just watch them whenever there's nothing on it. Everybody says they had two beers. Yeah. Just had two. I'm like, well, fuck that. How you know how big of a cup was it? Like something like this, you know, like one of those big golf fuckers. <laughs> yeah, those those <laughs> with the tap on it. Um, yeah, we uh, went over across the street for uh, New Year's. We didn't do anything. We just took the girls over there and played with their boys, and then we had a few drinks. I blew a 1.8 on New Year's. That the guy over there, he has a breathalyzer test. You mean a 0.18? Yeah, 0.18. <laughs> 1.8 would be something. You could be on, make a damn national story too. I'll be in Guinness. I know my dad had one of those things. That was like one of those play ones. Did it? Did, it was like a keychain. It was is that what it was? I think it, it, I had to do a breathalyzer one time when I got a car accident. Um, 
was in high school. <laughs> but uh, I had too much cough syrup. It looked like a smaller version of that. Yeah, because my dad, I don't know where he got it, but it was kind of like a, it was more of a play one, but it, like, we would blow on it sometimes just to see like how high, I think we were the highest we ever got was like .17 or something, which. Well, that's what he said, the guy, that I, he's like, well, I, I took a drink of my beer and then I blew on it. He's like, yeah, he said, that's probably like higher, registers higher than uh -oh. if you do it right after. Down in St. Louis, they used to have um, a lot of, this bar had a bunch of them. Like right at the bar, and what you do is you take a straw and you just blow into it. Well, like you, they would charge a quarter, I guess, like to do it. You know, like it's a game. Well, that's <laughs> why they they took them out because people were having a contest to see who could get more shit faced. It was like encouraging drinking instead of deterring drinking. Was people. it supposed to like be like, oh, can I drive home yet? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, and people were just like, no, I'm drunker than you are. Like you know, just <laughs> blowing. Are you a real man or not? What are you a pussy? Yeah, yeah, I saw that story. There's another person in Iowa who got arrested too, and there was like point four zero or something like that. I think it was pretty high too. Jesus, yeah, man. I'm like he must have been pretty, uh, must have been pretty bored. Well, next next week when we do this, I'm listening to this 31 questions podcast, and this guy asked, that, "Did you ever listen to that?" No, I know you sent that to me. But there, there's probably that. one you can find that somebody you like that he, like a comedian that you like that you might want to listen to. But he asked these same, and they're kind of, uh, so it might change up one or two for somebody specific, like he knows something about, but I thought maybe we could do that. Like, in, I'll ask you, and then the next one you ask me, but I've listened to it a couple of times. There's a couple, like, I know that'll be good ones for you, and these are not tailored towards you. I'm just yeah. taking them off the, what you the thing, but, you know, it's a pretty good idea. It kind of spurs more and more conversations, so. Right. Yeah, we went with all that talking about drunk driving or whatever. I don't know. Have you seen that Wolf of Wall Street? No, I heard it's good. Caprio. It's pretty good. <clears throat> There's a lot of drugs and naked uh, titties and ass in it. Yeah, I saw somebody who was like, yeah, the only thing I learned from Wolf of Wall Street is that taking drugs and making a lot of money is fucking awesome. He's <laughs> like the very first, like pretty much the very first scene of the movie is like Leonardo DiCaprio like sniffing coke off this naked lady's ass. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, we're in for a good show. But there's a part in there where like, He's not drunk, but he's like high on like, what do they call those, like quaaludes or something like that. <laughs> and he's like, um, anyways, like during the movie, he's like, yeah, he's like, I drove home. And he's like, I made a, he's like, it was a mile. He's like, it took me forever. He's like, I made it home without even a scratch on the car. And it was like a Ferrari or like some nice ass car. And then all of a sudden, when they, like when he finally sobers up, he like looks out of his car, is like fucking completely trashed. And the cops are arresting him. They're like, did you drive this tonight? And he's like, uh, <laughs> and they're like, back in the did you drive this tonight? He's like, yeah. And then they're like, then he goes outside. They show him the car, and it's just like he fucking hit everything. They reshow like what really happened and what he thought happened. It was kind of funny. What um, but it was a good movie. I mean, it's did like he get away with it. No, it's like based on a true story, and like <clears throat> Leonardo DiCaprio's character like is a stockbroker, and he sells like penny stocks, and he's able to like it's not like a Ponzi scheme or anything, but he just he kind of knows like. Never let the people cash out their money. Always like reinvest it because then you just get more commissions and sure. shit. And he would just kind of really felt like. Did he go to jail or anything? Yeah, he went okay. to jail for a while. He lost his family and stuff. Like so, that's why I don't know why like they're like, it, oh, it promotes. Cause I heard that thing yeah. too. Like, oh, it promotes you know doing drugs and doing all this shit. And it's like, you know, uh, I guess I, if I was 20 years old and I was like think you're invincible, yeah. you know, like you, I guess you would be like, yeah, I could do this too and I could make this happen too. But I mean, it was a pretty good movie. It's like two and a half. Three hours though, it's like really long. Well, I saw like Frozen. How was that? <laughs> it was good. <laughs> Megan cried in it. I was like, "Are you oh. shit me?" So, 
but yeah. So anyhow, but yeah, it was it was good. I don't know, it's, you know, it's for the kids. I wish I would have, we would have seen, I want to see that uh, American Hustle. Too. Yeah, I want to see that too. Yeah. Most of his parents saw that and they said that was pretty good. I saw that. Have you seen that Purge yet? I was listening to the last podcast we did and we were, t- we were pretty damn funny back then. Back at, back at, <laughs> back at 13. Yeah, this is going to be a better year. We're going to get, we're going to get wild on. But that, pur- like, we were talking about that Purge movie where they could do, like, one crime a year or something. Oh, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. That was I a pretty thought. So that was a that was a pretty good movie too. I saw Dread. Have you seen that? That's a really good movie. That's on Netflix. It's like a remake of like Judge Dredd or something. I think it's, or it's, it's like, like a, a it's like that, but it's not. He is Judge Dredd, but it's. I don't think it's got anything to do with that other one. It's just like maybe like a different storyline. The guy never takes his helmet off the whole oh, thing, but it's good. It's. Uh, <laughs> I thought they're having like a new RoboCop yeah. movie. Have you watched The Killing? That's the guy that's in that. He's pretty funny on that. But uh, yeah. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to talk about this, or do you want to just play it at the end? Oh yeah, we can do that either way. We'll play it at the end. We will talk about it right before we end. I was like on YouTube looking up stuff with Cedar Rapids on there. Yeah, and then there was like, and they didn't have anything real funny to say. Yeah, three things. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are over at like they're. The people that were posting this were called the gay truckers. <laughs> there oh, were these, really? There were these two guys, and it was like they were. Uh, trained to drive, obviously, like, big rig trucks or whatever, or that CRST or whatever. Yeah. And they were just, like, I don't know, they were talking about some stuff, like, this is just the worst conditions I've ever lived in. And, like, <laughs> there are these two gay guys named Brian and Skyler. <laughs> Brian and Skyler. Sky. Sky. Was it, like, they're acting gay, or do they feel like they're, no, like, they were, gay guys? They were, like, from Maryland or something. Like, they didn't have very many videos on yeah. them. But it was, like, and they didn't really say anything too funny, but it was just... I don't know, it was just funny, like, one of the first videos that showed up were these, there's this guy. I'll have to play that next time. It was, like, his journey to, like, Cedar Rapids, and, like, he's like, oh, that place is a shithole. He's like, I don't know why. He's like, it's, I don't know, they're talking about, and it wasn't, he didn't really say anything too funny, it just was more funny that it was, like, Cedar Rapids, these two gay guys were, the, and fucking the first thing, like, pops up on there. I was like, or I searched, like, Cedar Rapids rap or something like that, and those guys were Gay truckers. Get out of gay truckers. That just made me laugh really hard. I couldn't believe it. So at the at the end of the podcast, we'll play this rap song. Somebody who sent me that? I don't even remember. I think your neighbor or somebody. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. So did you make any New Year's resolutions or anything? You know, I uh, was listening to some other podcast, and this guy was saying he makes a resolution on his birthday, and he makes one for every year. So I was going to do that. Oh, well, your birthday's coming up. Though. Yeah, so I'm going to make 30. You're going to make 30 resolutions? Yeah, they're just like, they don't have to be big things, but I don't know, I was just listening to all this shit, and they're saying how much better you have a success rate of doing things if you, like, write them down. So I wrote, I was on a roll yesterday, I wrote, like, 15 of them. Maybe we'll read them on the podcast. <laughs> well, also, we got to, like, that's what we did, like, on the, well, I don't know if they're really resolutions, but I, I kind of felt like the same way. Maybe that's we're getting old or something. We are getting like, I was like, we, we got to write them down, plan them out. Yeah, I was like, we need to have, like, a plan on, like, what we're doing, like, not so much with our lives. I'm like, we need to, like, figure out what we're doing. Like, what's our goal? And, like, because mm-hmm. obviously right now, like, we just live, like, day to day. And, like, we don't, like, yeah, we want to get a house. But I'm like, we really, like, a new house. We want to mm-hmm. move and we want to do this. But I'm like, we really don't. You're not working towards Yeah, I'm like, what are we really doing to, like, make that happen? So we, like, wrote down, like, we made a list. And I was like, okay, we want to save money. I'm like, okay, well, how much money do you want to save this year? Right. Like, how much are we going to, like, so that would be, like, 80 bucks a month. Like save a thousand dollars or something. Sure. Like that. That's eighty bucks a month. Okay, we you know we could do that, and that's like 
what's like our goal for the next five? You know, like I don't know, same type of thing, I guess. Where it's like you have to write it down. <clears throat> you do. And I felt like I don't know, it's kind of gay. Well, like we need to like you need to talk it through and like like. Well, so like my a, goals are something different than her. I'm like we need to be like kind of mesh them together and be like okay. It's not unrealistic to say we're going to pay off, like, all of our debt this year. Well, let's sure. just say, hey, let's pay this off. Or, you know what I mean? Just like, yeah. And then, like, next year we've had the same thing. I don't know. I would just look at it like, I'm a parent now. I should be, like, more responsible. Like, Well, that's how I feel, too. It's like you got people depending on you and stuff, and it's like, yeah. And, you, you know, you got a wife and you got somebody else. You got to have those. You got to compromise on those goals, and then you got to, you know, make them manageable. Like you said, you know, oh, I'm just going to pay off all my debt. Well, that's yeah. fucking great, but how about what are we really going to do, you know? Right. So. When I always look back when I was a kid, I'm like, I don't remember my parents, like, ever going through, like, half the shit we did. Like, with our crappy cars or, like, I don't know, just not being able to do certain yeah. things. I'm like, I don't remember my parents ever doing that, but my parents were also, my dad was three when I was born. Yeah. All I, you know, so some of it's, like, doesn't really relate because I'm like, well, they weren't, like, as young as we were when we had kids, so it's kind of a little bit different. And my yeah. parents were always, like... We struggled, too, when we were your age and stuff, but, you know, it's just like... Uh, and it's like you're lucky that you didn't see it, you know? It's like, yeah. I hope my kids don't see our struggles and shit. But, yeah, it's like, that's that's the same type of headaches we have. I should make a resolution for that. My, I couldn't come up with their little it, It's just like... Well, we were like, of course, like, oh, we need to lose weight. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> well, you look like you lost some weight. You've been working out still at uh, work? Yeah, we have the gym at work that I've been using, so... I've been pumping iron, you know. Yeah, you look swole up. <laughs> what should we should we wrap this up? I feel like we're kind of running out of steam here, talking about our goals. <laughs> Selfish. Well, maybe people can send us their uh, yes, yeah, their us. New Year's resolutions or their. Uh, and where can they send that to us, Brian? On you can email us at saveourcitypodcast at yahoo dot com, or on Twitter at saveourcitypod. But Scott Sandmore, get at us on there. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. We have you on. You can promote your new album. And then Facebook page, Save Our City Podcast. Like that shit. And by shit, I mean high-quality Facebook page. Yeah, we have like over 100 downloads now. Of our, this is episode 11. Episode 11, that. coming at you. So somebody sent me this really cool video that was made right here in Cedar Rapids. And I think we'll end the podcast with this. This is some of our uh, gangster gangster rap. Yep. This so is downtown. This is hardcore. Cedar this is a young Tupac Shakur and Biggie Smalls.